We are the end of a millennium. We are a decade of decadence. We are the 90s. Hello and welcome back to We the 90s, the 90s theme report style podcast. Takes you back to all the things that we love about the 90s. We are the 90s. I am Thomas. That's David, Joe, Lizzie. And from now, <laughs> we are going to have a, a, a great topic uh, presented by Joe. But first, David, we are going to have an update about a past topic. Ooh. Isn't that fun? Were you going to say something? No, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, good. Joe, were you going to say something? Technically, if these are all coming out at once, it's not really a past topic because they might not have heard it. Joe, <laughs> wow. time is a construct. You it know? is. Um, so, so a lot of uh, things going on in the news about a past topic. And in order to update us on this important news from about this past topic, we're going to throw it over to that past topic presenter, Lizzie. Hey. Hey. Or Fonzie, I guess. Lizzie the Fonz. Lizarello, go. <laughs> she laughs at my jokes. Um, not good. It's a pity laugh. Okay, hello. Um, I am talking about, I'm providing an update today about the Britney Spears conservatorship. Because if you listened at all to my Britney Spears report, you would know that we talked in depth about the conservatorship that she is under. Um, and just last week, there was a huge breakthrough um, hearing that she attended and actually spoke to the judge directly, which she hasn't done in like two years. Um, so it's really heavily in the news now so just wanted to provide an update in case anyone hasn't heard about what's going on yet and in order to just kind of wrap things up in a little bow i anticipate there to be more updates because it's not over but here's where we're at right now so Britney Spears spoke to a judge in per- not in person, um, directly on June 23rd um, via phone. Uh, they weren't there in person, but she did speak to her on the phone about her 13-year conservatorship. This was planned for a long time, and people were kind of curious as to what she was going to say um, because she herself hasn't really talked about it much and the things that she has posted um you know there was rumors that it wasn't her or that she was forced to say some of these things and all that so everyone kind of didn't really know what what was gonna happen um but she gets on and um i followed it from the uh social media outlets from the free britney movement and they were able to people were able to listen in on it um, a select few of people um and actually they one person recorded it it was really eye-opening i'm gonna try and make this really quick so the judge was there britney spears was there her lawyer her dad's lawyers and her mom's lawyers were in a tent dude i can't see (laughs) that's why (laughs) (laughs) we're in attendance (laughs) So, Britney Spears got on. Um, she talked for 24 minutes straight. 
Um, the, they made requests for the judge. The judge made requests. Um, her attorney, the mother's attorney, everyone kind of made requests for there for no one to really interrupt her and just let her talk. So she started off saying that she was forced to do her last tour, forced to do her last Las Vegas residency. She didn't want to do it, but was scared of the repercussions if she didn't. Um, And she went on to say that she, when she eventually said that she didn't want to do the residency, um, they took her to see a therapist. And she's quoted to say that he immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I've been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong, strong drug and completely different medication compared to what I've been used to. So that was like one thing. Uh, she says that her she's quoted as saying that her whole family didn't give a, a God didn't do a goddamn thing about anything. Um, she, and then she said that she was, people have speculated that her last rehab visit was forced and involuntary. And she confirmed that, that once she said that she wasn't going to do the Las Vegas residency anymore, they involuntarily, she was involuntarily, um, submitted, admitted, admitted into rehab. She's quoted as saying, I cried on the phone for an hour with talking about her father after finding out that they're going to force her into this mental rehab. She's quoted as saying, I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me, as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter, 100,000%. He loved it. She's also quoted as saying, I'm telling you all of this again two years later, because like I said, the last time that she spoke to the judge was two years later. It was two years ago. She said, um, after I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy. It's a lie. I thought maybe if I said it enough, maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I'm traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this because I don't know how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents and do absolutely nothing. And then she says, I want changes. Uh, I deserve changes. I was told I have to sit down and be evaluated if I want to end the conservatorship. Ma'am, I didn't know I could petition the conservatorship to end. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but I honestly didn't know that. I've done more than enough. I don't feel like I should even be in a room with anyone to off to offend me by trying to question my capacity of intelligence, whether I need to be in this stupid conservatorship or not. I've done more than enough. I don't owe these people anything, especially me, the one that has roofed and fed tons of people on tour on the road. It's embarrassing and demoralizing what I've been through. And the main reason I've never said it openly Uh, is because I honestly don't think anyone would believe me because people would make fun of me or laugh at me and say, she's lying. She's got everything. She's Britney Spears. I'm not lying. I just want my life back. And it's been 13 years and it's enough. Um, She mentions that she wants to sue her family. She says that she goes on to say how hurt she's been and how she's been keeping this all inside because she didn't think anyone would believe her. She asked to choose her own lawyer, um, which kind of brings up a lot of questions about her current lawyer. 
in a conservatorship, you're not allowed to choose your own lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's coin appointed, court appointed. Um, and the fact that she's quoted to saying that she didn't know that she could petition to end the conservatorship mm-hmm. is a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. So she goes on to request to choose her own lawyer. Um, she wants, the main point is she wants to end the conservatorship without an evaluation. Um, an evaluation from what I've read could be, isn't required, but the court could request one. Um, and it's kind of like a catch 22 because if, uh, if someone, if the conservative, um, deny, not denies, what's the word I'm looking for, refuses, then the court can say that they're not in a mental capacity enough to be rewarded the end of the conservatorship because if they're not going to agree to the things that they need to do, then that kind of shows that they're not ready for it to end. She calls the conservatorship abusive. Um, She talks about the therapy that she's in. She's requesting therapy be done at her home right now. She, she talked about having the therapy at, um, I guess a, a really high profile area in Las Vegas called Westlake. Um, she says that they kind of, um, set her up by having her therapy there at the facility because then paparazzi are there and then they take pictures of her and then she's kind of hounded so it's she says that she's being set up by being forced to go to the facility and she's requesting to have her therapy done at her home oh another huge thing um she's quoted as saying i was told right now in the conservatorship i'm not able to get married or have a baby i have an iud inside of myself right now so i don't get pregnant i want to take the iud out so i could start trying to have another baby but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have any more children people are just like furious to hear about that that's something that i don't think anyone really knew and then at the end, she says, so basically, this conservatorship is doing me more, more, way more harm than good. I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a two or three year break and just, you know, do what I want to do. But I feel like there's a crutch here and I feel like I've, I've been open and I'm okay to talk to you today about it. I wish I could stay with you on the phone forever because when I get off the phone with you, all of a sudden, all I hear are these no's. And then I feel ganged up on. I feel bullied. I feel left out. And and alone. I'm tired of feeling alone. Um, a few other things that have kind of raised questions uh, The is the money factor um, in the conservatorship. Britney Spears doesn't have access to any of her money. Um, apparently, they've given her like a $2,000 budget allowance a week. Um, apparently, she wanted to redo her cabinets at her home and they said no because it was too expensive. Um... And so, but it brought up, it, it brings up a lot of questions because there's, in the conservatorship says that her annual conservatorship filing says that her net worth is about $60 million. <laughs> On 2000 a week? <laughs> right. $60 million, but, you make just over $100,000 a year. Yeah, yeah, because she's paying everyone else with all that extra money. However, in 2018, Forbes did an article that says that 
in reality, she should be reporting around $672 million. Jesus Christ. So where is all that money going? To her father. Exactly. Uh, Taxes. Taxes. Right. Okay. (laughs) To Trump, maybe. How expensive were these cabinets that she wanted? I don't know. They probably weren't. They were just assholes. Um, And then so a lot of people right now are petitioning to disbar, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, disbar. Mm -hmm. Her attorney. Because the fact that she's quoted as saying that she didn't know that she could Mm -hmm. end the conservatorship is again a really huge red flag mm-hmm. and let me can i yeah say go ahead i don't know what her freedoms are to be able to use the uh, google search machine <laughs> but if you literally google how do you stop conservatorship the very first thing that pops up you can see it is a conservatorship can be contested in any state Sometimes the simplest way to contest a conservatorship is to object to the petition for the conservatorship to stop, uh, to stop or in the first place or file a competing petition for the. Con- so it's like it's the very right first there. thing. Like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, I don't know. You could have just Googled the shit. I don't know. I don't know what her uh, what she was allowed to do and not allowed to do. She's quoted to saying that she like she's like, all I want to do is just ride in my boyfriend's car like she can't for her to be able to say that like she can't do that she can't see her friends she can't Mm -hmm. go on vacations unless she's forced to like they were she was saying that she they kind of like um they're like all right you have to do this and then and then we'll allow you to go on a vacation Brittany, call me i'm a better friend than all of yours because i would (laughs) have searched that shit and had that answer for you like 13 years ago yeah uh so so her dad has come out um after that her so the issue was they so she talked to her for 24 minutes they had a break apparently they found out they were going to come back but apparently and i think this is probably what did it they found out that it was being recorded and it's illegal in the state of california to be recording like hearings like that Great. so i think they shut it down and um they probably threw it out well they haven't have. said that yet okay they haven't thrown it out um but that they did they do have a new uh it's a petition slash accounting slash appointment hearing on july 14th this was already scheduled prior to this Uh last one last week um i don't know if they're going to change it um but that's the that's the next hearing is on july 14th her dad since then has come out his attorney um has says quote unquote that the dad says he is sorry to see his daughter is in so much pain mr spears loves his daughter and misses her very much um her mom's attorney came out and said that her mom is very concerned to hear everything that she has said um the parents have different attorneys yes they do they're divorced oh they have different different attorneys yeah, a lot of celebrities have come out in support of Britney Spears. Um, Name him. Justin Timberlake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Cher, Mariah Carey, Paris uh-huh. Hilton, Miley Cyrus. A lot of them have come out, especially Paris Hilton. And, um, no, 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 you said celebrities. You can't say Paris Hilton oh celebrities in the same <laughs> David. Sentence. Justin Timberlake has come out um, <laughs> and put on his Twitter that he is in support of Britney and him uh, that he is requesting that the... Uh, attorneys and that her family take care of her um, and that everything that he heard was just heartbreaking. What else was I going to say? There's something on the tip of my tongue. David distracted you as usual. You were talking about um, the girl Paris Hilton. 
Oh, so Paris Hilton, yeah. So in the in the quote, Paris Hilton in Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, um, she says something about Paris Hilton because of the whole. Um, yeah, the incident. That's where she was getting out of the car or whatever. Like she was with Paris Hilton, right? Oh well, yeah, they were friends back <laughs> yeah. in the day. But she, Britney Spears talks about Paris Hilton coming out about the boarding school that she attended. Oh. Um, oh, Paris Hilton apparently came out and said that she attended this boarding school that was that traumatized her and um, like abused her and all this. And she goes on to say that Britney Spears said she's like, I when Paris Hilton came out with that, I didn't believe it, and I was wrong. And now I feel like other people, me coming out about this, people aren't going to believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paris Hilton, like at a some, she was like DJing at some event, like calls out and says, "Free Britney." What the fuck. Um, but no, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, so I read an article on NPR, a BBC news, and I guess they had some lawyers weigh in on it. It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like a catch 22 because they apparently they, they were going to let, they let her talk and it's clear that the her lawyer didn't know what she was going to say. And I guess that's a good thing or a bad thing. A good thing because then Britney Spears was able to say whatever she wanted because I feel like had she run it by her lawyer, he might not have let her say all the things that she wanted to say. But it's kind of bad because she didn't get the legal advice on how to properly prepare to speak to a judge directly. Because if you listen to it, it's v- her talking is very all over the place. Yeah, she's rambling a lot. She's rambling she's it's kind of erratic like it's all over the place she's talking really fast there's like one or two times where the judge asks her to slow down because a good lawyer can swing that into clearly she's in distress right she's in distress she's nervous this is the first time she's talked to the judge in two years she has a lot to say Um, but it also doesn't if you're trying to end a conservatorship that kind of doesn't help because it makes it seem like you're still in the state of mind where you need the conservatorship Maybe it's it's. Was this a formal like? Was she under oath? Oh, I they was didn't. It, was it just a statement? It was a statement. Oh, okay. Well, I'd be interested to see what happens in an actual legal proceeding where she's under oath and and gets to say things maybe in yeah. front of a a jury of her peers or that kind yeah. of stuff. But uh, it is a little disheartening though because that it ends there. You know, after a conversation. She gets she go, she goes back to these people that she right, just laid right. out all this shit about. Nothing is done. The judge doesn't say anything about the abuse or any of these things that were huge red flags. Nothing was done. It was just a statement. I'm hoping that they take this into consideration. I was hoping they would have done it right then and there. But they didn't. So it's just going to be, it's disheartening because it seems like it's just going to be hearing after hearing after hearing and nothing is actually going to get done. It was after her statement that they discovered that it was being recorded? Yeah. How did they discover it was being recorded? I don't know. I'm sure they posted it somewhere. Like they put it up. No, no. I'm sure after that statement, like without trying to wave the conspiracy flag, but like the father's team was like, okay, like. Yeah, find we a way to get to it thrown fu- out. We need yeah. to combat this. So exactly. end it immediately. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, this is being recorded. Mm-hmm. And, and because if you really want to record something, you ain't gonna fucking know this. Especially over the phone. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. But So, um that's where we're that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, like I said, the next hearing is on 
still jet scheduled for July 14th. People are hoping that that hearing, she actually files a petition to end the conservatorship because this last hearing was just a statement, but you actually have to like legally file the petition. So we're hoping that that's going to be the next one. But um, yeah, that's what's going on with Britney Spears right now. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. Um, I hope, I'm sure it will. I mean, everything is online these days, but so many people that are talking about the shit that they've seen as a third party with her, like, uh, uh, I don't know what you call them, like concert venue people, like talking about, oh, when she came to do the show, like she literally had to have her dad in the dressing room kind of thing. Yeah, dancers. Like, not in the dressing room, but you know what I mean. Former like, dancers have come out and said shit yep, about things that yep. they've seen while they're on tour with her yep. and stuff. So. And I hope everyone does that, that has experienced it, because that'll help. Can't yeah. throw out a million people's things. It does. There is some, like I read on, in the article about with the two lawyers, like what they were like, okay, well, what happens next? And they said, in order to... Uh, and the conservatorship, they have to do a few things. They have to either evaluate them or they can do like a third party evaluation and have people talk about it. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that she might ha- she might be in such isolation now that there's no one to talk to like recent frequent, like, yeah. like more recent people that that they're that able to sense. talk to. Um, so it's it's kind of like this like limbo where things could be good for her, but then things could be bad for her hmm. in the like in the form of what the conservatorship if yeah. it's worth being ended or not so we'll update a, you again in a few weeks <laughs> yeah we'll we'll update you again i'm hope i'm hoping for something good to come out of it i'm a little nervous though because the system is so broken that it won't be so surprising if it doesn't happen um but i hope i hope something does britney's life matters free britney nice <laughs> You can keep the BLM. You can. Change the colors. Stupid. BSLM. Britney uh, Spears' life matter. Yeah. Sounds like a sex thing, though. Right. Yeah. Blissful. <laughs> Do we need a reintroduction? Um, no. Is that the longest uh, you stayed quiet? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, we'll, we'll, so one of those things sounds really interesting to post, so maybe we'll post a link uh, in the notes. I forget what we... You call the little notes underneath the minutes or show notes or whatever the fuck it's called in podcasting uh, underneath. So if you're interested in that NPR, which every time I hear that, I think Neil Patrick Harris, but National Public Radio BBC article or any of the other stuff, we'll, we'll post those links below so you can read about it and then update later. And now I think Joe is doing a topic. That's right. On to more illegal proceedings. <laughs> oh, is that what, oh, you know what this is about? Yeah. yeah. Technically, abortions. all of you do because I said okay. it. You guys abortions. just didn't catch on. We basically wow. sort of jumped into there. <laughs> Fucking, I, what is that other thing called, Lizzie? The IUD? What does that stand IUD. for? Uh, I don't know what it stands for, but it's a birth Internal urine. Yeah, uterine. No, it's right. not <laughs> in your uterus. That sounds fucking insane. That there's it's a birth like, control. Yeah, Instead but, of a pill. Well, yeah, I guess the, the birth control isn't insane. Just the fact that like there's this court-mandated thing that... I mean, for most you, people, it's not you have court-mandated. To put, well, yes, but, but in this situation... Yeah. I mean, it's honestly, mandated to put an internal yeah. uterus destroyer in there. It's called uterus a disruptor. Disruptor. Intra intrauterine device. Oh, okay. I was close. <laughs> you got yeah. uter. It's better than destroyer. <laughs> That's true, but it's not as realistic. Oh my god. 
Uh, yeah. Crazy. So, uh, uh, are we talking about me? No. Um, abortions. No. <laughs> All right. Before I tell you what it is, and don't shout out yet. Just, just give me a minute. But if someone like gives you a CD and it has a handwritten <laughs> sharpie on it. <laughs> Aunt, why is that funny? Already? I just wanted to start yelling things out because he's waiting, said he's waiting for you outside of Publix to sell these. To oh, no, that's not. Oh my God. No. Have you ever bought any? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever bought a CD? Person, musician, rapper trying to sell their stuff, right? I've never actually bought it. I've been forced to to take it in my hand. Yeah. And, and then I like walk away with it. And I'm just That's like, right. okay, fine. Lizzie, Lizzie took a CD from a guy in LA right there <laughs> yeah, in front of the, guy. what is it called? The Chinese theater? Yeah. In the Chinese theater. Yeah. Yeah. He, he forced I, it. I was in my hand and I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I bought one from somebody outside a government building sometime. He was like walking up to people in the parking lot and I was like, yeah, just get the fuck out of here. Uh, 15 bucks. It was more expensive than I think other CDs that that I've ever bought, uh, but fifteen bucks. Yeah. So is that what you're talking about? You're talking about oh Joe's about to drop a mixtape. That would be cool. What would it be called? I have some good photos, stock photos of uh, mixtape images. We are Remember? hijacking her. We should. One more thing, though. <laughs> literally told you don't talk. <laughs> One more thing. Here's a great... If, if you need to get deep, if you need to get very Drake-like with your with your mixtape, I, I want to make the the term green boxing an actual term. Remember the green boxes you used to sit on late at night and have deep conversations? So when you're in your feelings... The electrical boxes. I don't think that's everywhere. So when you're really in your feelings, you'd say, oh, man, they're green boxing. All right? So we're going to keep that going. We're going to start that. So all of our listeners in Isle of Man... Belgium. What was the other place that listens to us? Uh, Canada. Uh, America. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not them. Uh, Mexico. Nice. How do you say box? Caja. Oh, my God. <laughs> Caja Verde. <laughs> Right. I, don't know, I don't know if they have those electrical boxes. I don't in think Mexico. they have them anywhere outside of here. Oh. <laughs> a lot of good decisions were made on those boxes. Joe, are you going to give us your report or are you just going to. Seriously, man. Jeez, <laughs> this is going forever. My back hurts from carrying this already. <sighs> I stayed quiet through all of Lizzie's. <laughs> all of Lizzie's updates. So now it's like. <sighs> Great. So, if we're in the 90s and you get handed a CD with sharpie written on it and then when you play it you hear something kind of like this hold on i'm getting there oh jesus oh no can I speak now? Or no. More? Okay. One more. I was trying to find Brittany, but. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> what so, do you think? It is like a mixtape, but it's not a mixtape. fucking psycho. Why would you have all of these <laughs> Because that was totally together? me. <laughs> it gets worse. Jesus. Don't tell me these are the actual songs on your fucking CD. That I you wish I could have played it. No, they're not. But okay. actually, No Doubt is definitely on that CD. I'll oh. tell you that one. <laughs> Um, definitely not Whitney. I didn't listen to Whitney, but I did have Barbie Girl too. <laughs> Jesus, what would you think if it's a random CD made by a friend 
that has a whole mix of music. Made by a friend of yours. Yeah. Who then gives it or to you. Or yourself. Yeah, but I, I was trying to so avoid you, that. So you for us, purpo- or For us specifically... We had to have our friends burn them. If that yeah, helps. so did I. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would send a list. Yeah, exactly. Like, burn the CD for me, please. Wow. Yep, pretty to much. Ca- to Carrie. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Carrie, last name redacted. Yeah. Just in case the government's listening. Oh right. Or Napster. Right. <laughs> Snapster around. Um, and, I was, and the segue for today is Thomas oh, is shit. dumb as fuck. Is that it? Yes. Oh my god! Oh my Sometimes god. you know a blind He's nut gets so... a squirrel thing and nope. every day squirrel flies a fucking Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. I was I was oh going down my. the path of like. <laughs> Like hand jobs, right? A blind right? nut—that's something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. A blind nut. Oh, that would be an interesting thing to think of. What? Uh, what? What would you call the blind nut sex act? Never mind. Let's Thomas, get back no. to Napster. Thank you. So yes, today uh, we're going to talk about Napster. Speaking of uh, Justin Timberlake, okay. <laughs> there was probably some oh, of that yeah. on there. Yeah. Oh, oh, he gets it. I do get he it. He gets it. Do you get it? Social network. Oh, boom. Joe is lost. Yeah. No look. Three for four. She looked again. Damn it. <laughs> um, okay. So let's start with some of the basics in case you guys don't know because it has been a very long time. Um, Napster is a set of three music-focused online services. It was founded by Sean Fanning and Sean Parker. Um, initially, Napster was envisioned by Fanning as an independent peer-to-peer file-sharing service. Uh, this service... Operated from June 1999 to July 2001. Yes, it was a very short time. We'll talk about that later. Um, Is, but it does cut you off. You remember the Italian job? Yes. Is that like the running joke? Because there's a character in the Italian job that supposedly was Sean Parker's roommate in college or some shit. And then he's like, oh, yeah, he stole my shit in the middle of the night. So it's like that's what they're basing this I off. guess. I don't know. Well, I never was heard of the other guy. Be Sean, what was the other guy's name? Sean, Sean Fanning. Sean Fanning? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we got to go watch that movie. I guess. See what they call yeah, that guy. I don't remember that movie. Um, But basically, this was a technology that allowed people to easily share their MP3 files with other participants. <clears throat> so, a little bit of the history. <clears throat> we can do a well, lot of bit of the history. Yeah, yeah I will. Okay. Um, although there's already like a few networks at the time that facilitated the distribution of files on the internet, um, such as Hotline, Napster specialized in the MP3 file type of music sharing, and it had a very user-friendly interface, meaning it was like dumbfounded. Anyone can use it. You don't have to be a super tech genius. So what did Hotline specialize in? Um, I other don't files know. Other than MP3s, yeah. There are other. Uh, oh boy, there are other. That's not the topic. Audio files. Yeah, MP4s. Well, no, that's video, isn't it? <laughs> I think video. You. Well, don't um, because I don't, I don't know, know things. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gullible. <laughs> Blind nuts. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh boy. Um, at its peak, Napster's service had about 80 million registered users. And this was 99. Napster made it relatively easy for music enthusiasts to download copies of the songs that were otherwise difficult to obtain, Um, especially older songs, unreleased recordings, studio recordings, and songs from concert bootleg recordings. (laughs) 
Um, Napster paved the way for streaming media services and transformed music into a public good for a very brief period of time. Um, <laughs> to very slowly bring you into the troubles, uh, high-speed in high-speed internet networks, such as in college dormitories, became overloaded with as much as sixty-one percent of external network trafficking or ne- network traffic consisting of MP3 file sharing. Sixty-one percent of college internet was used for file like sharing. Like bandwidth. Yeah, sure. Like at any time, sixty-one percent of yeah, bandwidth was are going just toward- going towards people sharing <laughs> shit like that, yeah. like streaming shit. Which now it makes a lot of sense. Everything's streamed. It's different, but um, so many colleges started blocking the use of things like Napster and different things um, for that reason. Macintosh jumped into the game slightly after this. The service and software program began as Windows only. So Napster began as Windows only. However, in 2000, Black Hole Media wrote a Macintosh client called Maxter. Maxter was later bought by Napster and uh, designated the, I don't know what it's called, the Mac and Napster combo. Uh, I don't know how to say it because it's Maxter. It's retarded. It's like some drive through shit. Yeah. <laughs> Napster combo. Even before the acquisition of Maxter, the Macintosh community had a variety of independently developed Napster clients. Uh, the most notable was the open source client called Maxter, blah, blah, blah. The Squirrel software in the early 2000s and Rapster. I don't know if you remember that. Rapster? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what their thing was with names. If that's not Released the by- whitest old man way of trying to get into a more urban community. <laughs> oh, man. How is no one Rapster. more creative than that? It was mess. the 90s. Everything ending in stir. It's the yeah. 90s. Right? It was the 90s or this is earlier? This is the early 2000s. the hell is happening here? My computer glitches. Oh. Um, what was I saying? Rapster released by Overcast Family in Brazil. Uh, the release of Maxter's source code paved the way for a third-party Napster clients across all computing platforms, giving users advertisement-free music distribution options. So Mac did quickly get into it before all the legal shit really went down. And I wouldn't say they changed it yet, but they do change it later. So the beginning of the end was when heavy metal band Metallica (laughs) discovered a demo of their song, I Disappear, had been circulating across the network before it was even released. This led to it being played on several radio stations across the United States and alerted Metallica to the fact that their entire back catalog of studio material was also available. Um, On March 13th, 2000, they filed a lawsuit against Napster. A month later, rapper and producer Dr. Dre, who shared a litigator and legal firm with Metallica, filed a similar lawsuit after Napster refused his written request to remove his work from the service. Uh, Separately, Metallica and Dr. Dre later delivered to Napster thousands of usernames of people who they believed were pirating their songs. In March 2001, Napster settled both suits after being shut down by the Ninth Court of Appeals in two separate lawsuits from um, other major companies and recording labels. 
So I'm a little disappointed in Dr. Dre, but I get it. They were, they needed to make money. Um, I get it more for Dr. Dre than for Metallica. Yeah, Why? you think? I. It's funny. It's just funny to think like. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've never really listened to Dr. Dre actually rapping, but it's always interesting when like rappers who rap about selling cocaine and, right, and right? guns and thinking. drugs and shit and then they're like oh you're now stealing it's like, my music yeah, yeah <laughs> now, I, hey you're stealing i need <laughs> need to sue you but at the same time like a lot of black and brown uh artists and yeah i would, I would do the same fucking thing get that fucking money because everybody yeah. else is shitting on you as, yeah. as opposed to like metallica which i have never seen what a metallica person looks like i'm imagining it's a white person yeah. um it's they're a like white band of not not what you would think crazy would oh it doesn't look oh okay no they're not yeah insane. in 2000 madonna's single music was leaked out you onto the web do you know yeah, that song no, if i, I sing it you're able to recognize that one but you okay, can't recognize alanis morissette even I though i sing it exactly directly to her and she she's, she's attacking me because of alanis morissette i i said the name alanis morissette before you the other day because she was god wow what sing sing that song sing that song that you were uh um, you were trying to make me remember i don't remember now what how did it go i don't know um, it'll come back to right. her okay you tell me when okay you keep going okay um so her her single music was leaked out onto the web and napster prior to its commercial release um obviously played it so it was causing widespread media coverage of this happening a verified napster use peaked with 26.4 million users after it got out <laughs> so they got more users. <laughs> so their their gripe with Napster is that Napster isn't facilitating who's uploading what. Because Napster wasn't the one uploading. For free. O- other users are uploading mm-hmm. these MP and then mm-hmm. other people can download those files. Yes. Napster is just a platform that allows you to do it. But they're yes. not the ones physically uploading the shit. No, it's mm-hmm. the people that are uploading yeah. it. So the artists are like, hey, you guys, like. Basically, like, if you own the building where the drug deal is happening... You're in trouble, you're too. Yeah, well, yeah, basically. You're a participant. Yeah. At one point, I think they did try, like, when he was giving them the list of the users, like, you either need to charge all these people, or yeah. Yeah. And then it they're was just trying whole, to shut down the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's just no longer um, possible. Even though now you can do it on YouTube. That's all good. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I did that all the time. You could just convert the MP3 your yeah. Com- converters. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, it's That's a different world, music. guys. It's a different world. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in 2000, the American musical recording company A&M Records, along with several other recording companies through the Recording Industry Association of America, sued Napster. Um, on the grounds of contributory and vicarious copyright infringement under the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Um, Napster was therefore faced with the following allegations from the music industry. One, that its users were directly violating the plaintiff's copyrights. Two, that Napster was responsible for contributory infringement of the plaintiff's copyrights, Mm -hmm. and three, that Napster was responsible for vicarious infringement of the plaintiff's copyrights. So that's exactly what they were being charged for. 
Napster lost the case in the <laughs> district court, <laughs> clearly, but then appealed to the U.S. Court of Appeals mm. for the Ninth Circuit. Um, although it was clear that Napster could not commercially, well, either way, they knew that they weren't, and they had this uh, infringement of whatever the users, um, they still decided to appeal it. Immediately after, the district court commanded Napster to keep track of the activities on its network and to restrict access to infringing material when informed of that material's location. Hmm. Which I don't know. They do that now kind of with the other ones, the Pirate Bay. If you notice, like, it shows the locations of where you're getting it from. and The whole conversation around, like, it's the platform's responsibility. Responsibility. Whereas the people are sharing it, I don't know exactly how. I don't know exactly how Pirate Bay works, but it's always interesting. Like they could never, you know, completely. A, a, a lot of the cases <laughs> could never be held against the individual, even mm-hmm. though the individual is the going and downloading, right? Yeah. Like making the con- well, I guess both sides are making the conscious choice, but you're going and doing that. But it's always, I think, the argument was like, well, it's it's available and it's free, and it's this thing that like. Access to it isn't um, shut down, so you can do it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was weird because I looked into it a bunch of times because I didn't want to. I was always jail. terrified. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I was always terrified that I was going to get yeah. knock on the door. <laughs> That's because our parents would tell us things like that. And I just, just like yeah. fuck you, Rudy. Just just looking at like how much it costs to let's say just like rent, uh, you know, a movie or an episode of a TV show on like Apple uh, iTunes or something. Looking back at all the things that, that, you know, I may or may not have downloaded, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, yeah, it's up there around like. <laughs> it's a oh, couple oh, thousand dollars. Oh, more than that. Yeah. It's like in the tens, twenties of thousands of dollars. Yeah. That, uh, I have no recollection. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No. I remember um, we, when we first started dating, we saw like three seasons of Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like those are like an, an episode of a show is like one ninety nine to rent maybe or yeah. buy something like that. So yeah, every episode of a show is, is two dollars, <laughs> and then movies I think you rent them for six ninety nine or some crazy so, yeah, shit. I have a question. <laughs> a lot of fucking money. Yes. Did Napster? Did was Napster created for the purpose of file sharing music, or did it start off as file sharing? normal shit and then people just took advantage of it and started I'm using it for pretty music. pretty sure it was music because it was always mp3 and i i mean it really just says peer-to-peer sharing but i'm pretty sure so it, it could music. be anything right sure reality the initial yeah. thought of it was you're in college so it's like man like documents took this or class shit? did this assignment what if we can get a hold of them and See, look at their shit and that type of stuff don't so tell david like, oh, you should be a lawyer a way you yeah. could like <laughs> search for oh mrs whatever's class and then oh the all the documents come up or whatever right so it's like right. that would be awesome but and also then, but then it just kind of transformed right. into or i mean look social social network right was the way that they shaped that i don't know if it's true because i don't read but you know he, he started it as like some fucking let's look and see if like girls are dating anybody oh, else facebook. yeah facebook yeah so you know, you think, oh, it was, it was like this innocent. social networking, innocent thing. But it was like, no, it was about getting pussy is oh, what it was really about. Yeah, but, and so... It even says that so when, he, I imagine, when he created Napster. Yeah. Because he wanted to impress the girl that he liked. Yeah. But I, I would think that the main reason is like, let's figure out a way 
to share music porn. and different things or porn sure yeah <laughs> but then also yeah like maybe that's like a back maybe that's in the back of their mind is like you know we can always fall back on saying this is like a file sharing mm-hmm. platform yeah. and it was taken advantage of but i'm pretty sure you know it was getting pussy and, and sharing music <laughs> thanks all the good things right. thanks thomas um, <clears throat> so at that time, Napster was not able to comply with this, uh, request. Um, so in July, 2001, they had to close down its service. Damn. In 2002, Napster officially announced that it was bankrupt and sold its assets to a third party. Uh, random note in 2018, there was a Rolling Stones article uh, by Kirk Hammett of Metallica, and he upheld his stance on his band's opinion to sue Napster, saying it was the right thing to do. At the time, maybe. Eh, that's what I Just said. because it was... <laughs> I think that's what the interviewer was trying to get him to say. <laughs> but now, like, I wonder now if Sean and Sean of Napster look back and they're like, really? Mm-hmm. Just because we were like... The, the first, first. Yep. so now we got shit yep. on, and now look at where music's at. You yep. know, they probably hate everyone. Probably. <laughs> well, the difference is, I'm sure, like Apple pay. No, they do. To, yeah, they do. Like, but they were able. I mean, since then, we were able to adapt and streaming evolve, yeah. and mm-hmm. file sharing, but he says and be able to make too. it. And I, I've never seen an interview with this, the, the real Sean Parker, mm. or like what he believes and stuff, but. If his uh, counterpart in the social network, like, is accurate at all, he said that. Mm. That, like, sure, we get shit on because we were the first ones, but, like, look what we did to change oh, yeah, the music of industry. Of course. Like, look where it is now. Yeah, it definitely us. started with Napster, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just sad that it started with them, so it, you know, created this new movement, but then they, you know, no one knows shit on. who they are. They never be the first or the last person. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Um, so later, more decentralized projects followed Napster's formula of peer-to-peer file sharing. Livewire. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, sh- Livewire oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Such as, um, it was something called G Nutella, Freenet, FastTrack, and SoulSleek. Nope. Some services and software like Audio Galaxy, LimeWire, Lime Score, Kazaa, Oh, Kazaa. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Grokster, Madster, and E Donkey 2000. No. no. <laughs> That's the porn that? one. Oh, right. E yeah. Donkey 2000. Look that, that shit up on your computer. Sounds like a setup. <laughs> Look it up, Thomas. Do not. Google it. We are filing. Your for computer that will blow name. up. We are filing for the rights of that name. Don't look that up on your iPad. You just got that. Use the shitty computer. Can't. If if I press something on that computer, it's gonna blow up. Right? Don't do it. I'll do it later. Um, uh, they were also brought down or changed due to the copyright issues as well. Right. Um, but Napster will survive. Although its original service was shut down by the court order, the Napster brand survived after the company's assets were liquidated and purchased by other companies through the bankruptcy proceedings. Napster's brand and logos were acquired at bankruptcy auction by Roxio, which used them to rebrand the Press Play Music service as Napster 2.0. In September 2008, Napster was purchased 
by U.S. electronics retailer Best Buy for twenty no one hundred and twenty one million dollars on December first. What? What did Best Buy do with them? I don't know. It doesn't say. Geek um, Squad. Geek Squad. <laughs> I don't know. I'll look it up. Uh, okay, so with that same Best Buy, they decided to make a new deal and merged with Rhapsody. That's probably what happened. With Best Buy receiving a minority stake in the Rhapsody deal. On July 14th, 2016, Rhapsody phased out um, the Rhapsody brand in favor of Napster and since has branded the service internationally as Napster. Um, they expanded towards other markets by providing music on demand as a service to other brands, like iHeartRadio app, um, and all their access music subscription services that provide subscribers with an on-demand music experience as well um, as a premium radio station. So, on August 25th, 2020, Napster was sold to a virtual reality concepts company called Melody VR. And that's the latest of Napster. But they are still alive. Jesus. And they helped us get here. And they I helped think us get here. you can hear our podcast on iHeartRadio. I know. It's amazing. See, full circle. I don't know. I haven't checked to see <laughs> if we're still being played anywhere, really. Probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that's the history of Napster. Good, uh, good. I mean, this is a small detail, but good sort of timing on this because this will be released on the 20th anniversary of Napster being shut down July 1st 20 or 2001 and, and it we'll started in June July. so yeah oh, and it as of the recording June. it's June I didn't hear that part I didn't <laughs> listen <laughs> <laughs> I for it to get to good um, he's still that fucking donkey punch whatever. yeah dude e donkey <laughs> e donkey <laughs> electronic donkey <laughs> wrestling or something oh my god EDW right? that's <laughs> what we went to <laughs> Uh, yep. Um, so I don't think we have to tell you about our stories, but yeah, we weren't allowed to download either. So that's why I said the CD thing was so important because our friends, we would buy the blank CDs and be like, yo, man, I paid for it. Here's my list. Just, you know, get me these songs. <laughs> the amount of viruses in my mom's computer was <laughs> staggering. Uh, yeah. Is that why yeah. she kept the computer under lock and key in the other room? Yeah. And we would watch porn. <laughs> I had never, I never download music really, except for. So you didn't mention uh, Frostwire. What was Frostwire? You never heard of Frostwire? No. Okay. I mean, it was was the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure there was a million of them. See, I I hit this maybe at the very end of of all this stuff happening, potentially because. I never really used LimeWire. I have no idea what Kazaa was, and you all had like a fucking <laughs> orgasm over Kazaa here. Kazaa, <laughs> yeah, that was huge. Yeah, LimeWire and Kazaa. Probably LimeWire more. I, I didn't use Napster because I was right. young. Um, I was it was two ninety nine. I was like yeah nine. Um, but I remember the situation and uh, and it happening. But yeah, as I got older, definitely LimeWire. Again, brought all my blank CDs, made right. lists, and was like, here, make this for me. All my organizational skills started downloading music and nice. quaying. Quaying. That's the first time that term was used. Quaying. Yeah, like when you would quay like a file, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> Q, whatever. <laughs> oh, is that how that's pronounced? I don't know. No. Oh. Q. Oh, it's Q. It's Q. Is it Q? It's, it's Q'd. Q. 
But my brother and I, like, we first read it as, like, Quang. It's cute. So it was like, okay, yeah, Quay that shit. I feel like I've heard it in cute. another name, too. Somebody <laughs> says it at work sometimes, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. It's... It's all right. I feel, like, I feel like Jim in the office <laughs> when, well, when the Idris Elba's is... like, you know, do that report. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I remember know. when we first read the Harry Potter book and he read all the fucking names retarded. And then we saw the movie. We were like, that's how you pronounce the names. By the way, that. the E-Donkey 2000. <laughs> I told you I'd look it up after. It was a peer-to-peer file sharing, blah, blah, blah. But they would, it was used for bigger file sharing. So they didn't really focus on music. It was videos, games, software programs, and images. Oh. So they were probably sharing more like, yeah, more like what Pirate Bay is today. (laughs) I was downloading anthologies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All day. See, I did that on on Pirate Bay because Pirate Bay did. Well, I may or may not have did that on Pirate (laughs) Bay because Pirate Bay also had music and stuff like that. So I remember No Ceilings came out. And I was like, let's go, let's go back through the life and times of, of Lil Wayne. And, God. you know, may or may not again have uh, downloaded everything all the way back from like the Hot Boy days. Just a full file of all his yeah. shit. It was, it was amazing. The best is you would just, I mean, I don't know how good the internet and shit was, but you would download it at night and just let that shit download. Oh, yeah. And wake yeah. up the next morning like, oh, it's done. Where so did you go? That's what I didn't do with movies. Um <laughs> Just put like seven on there. You wake up in the morning and yeah. somebody in this room may have had a ritual before we go on road trips mm-hmm. to make sure that there was at least three or four viewing pleasures. Oh, thoughts. yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have this- them all on my computer. <laughs> yeah. I'll go find them. And then you'd bring the cable I know. and you connect the laptop to the TV. Oh, whatever yeah. Whatever hotel you're staying. It's like, oh, there. Yeah. Got this movie. my cable. Yeah. We're good. Um, <laughs> this this computer that's capturing the recording of this podcast right here has been factory restored no no less than ten times. Yeah, believe it, mine because of bad. viruses and different things and being super slow because of all the downloading, which is probably why we have issues right now. Probably. Right, that's why mine was glitching halfway through this. Yeah. Good times. Uh, yep. Uh, just I to think do, that think. what life is because. In my office, I I pay for YouTube Red, so mm. I don't have ads and shit. And like, I'm just playing music all day, just constantly. No radio. Like, I don't want to hear people's opinions yeah. and stuff like that. But it's just music, and I don't know how it would have been like twenty something years ago before all this, because that would suck. No. To listen to the freaking radio and commercials and shit. Yeah, that's not productive. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be, but same thing. We we both have uh, Apple Music, and yeah, you just click something and it fucking runs on and on, and you can do that. And it's smart based on what you listen to it, and then suggests, oh, you might also like this over here. And yeah, Lizzie Lizzie has a good story about a a, a Kanye West song <laughs> that she loved. Right? Isn't it the Kanye West song that you really enjoy? But the last 90 seconds is him just going, uh, uh, uh. It's, it's one of his songs. And it's like all auto-tune shit. Yeah, I can't But if you have the, the song in your library, it'll recognize when you complete a song from start to finish and it'll play it a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. But you can never get to the end of this Kanye West song because the first two minutes are great and the last 90 seconds are his annoying fucking auto-tune voice. Just going, yeah, it's really and funny. then you always I can never finish it. it. Yeah, I was always one of those people on on iTunes that like 
you know, it, it keeps track of how many times you've listened to a song and its completion. And I was like obsessed with listening to a song from start to finish so that I would get that extra point or whatever you can call it, that extra tick to, <laughs> and it goes up on my list of how many times I've listened to it. So I hate that song because I never away? finish it. No, it's um, Blood on the Leaves. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, or or um, Black Skinhead, but I think it's Blood on the Leaves. I think it's Blood on the Leaves, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was always... My dad, actually, recently, he has having trouble with his iPhone because he always has issues with his iPhone. And he was looking at his storage, and he noticed that the majority of his storage is music. He was like, wow, I have a really big music library. I was like, you could do... Up, do you have uh, Apple Music? And I was telling him about Apple Music. And I was like, you can yes. get Apple Music. Who stores music. <laughs> and, you know, you can listen to all your music, but, you know, you have to to access it so that it's not on your phone. You have to have Wi-Fi um, or use your data. And my dad's like, oh. And then he was, I was like, yeah, but, like, if you want playlists and stuff, like, um, you know, you could add things to yeah, playlists okay. and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, I just want to, I'm just going to leave it on my library because it's just easy. Because then I have to sit there and click on it. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I just ended the conversation because I was like, whatever, (laughs) Dad. (laughs) Sure. Whatever you say. Um, But yeah, the thought of like music streaming and playlists and stuff, like he doesn't get it. And he's, he's fine. He found it as like it, like um, uh, inconvenient. And I was like. No, <laughs> so, therefore, can be. He just couldn't. He couldn't wrap his head around it. So that- I'm firmly against like the Alexa stuff here at the house, but my office, fuck that. So I literally have um, what do you call it? Um, Amazon Music, I guess, mm-hmm. just so that I can sit in my office and be and like, say, hey, Alexa, Alexa, play uh, Tupac, you know, oh, yeah. or whatever, you know, and then it'll just fucking play, and it's like perfect. Okay, because you don't have a iPhone. Is that was that that's it for Napster? Yep. Do you have any Napster trying. trivia? Did we no. get rid of nineties trivia? I want to yeah. play some type of trivia. I want to do the movie podcast again just so we can play games. You guys said something earlier that was segueing into my topic. Yeah. But, you know, <gasps> oh. We'll get there. Yeah. I was oh, trying so to chose see if I topic? had the movies. Uh, so you chose your topic. Yeah, Lizzie, I do somewhat prepare. Oh <laughs> my god. It's not all. I thought when you head. sat down, you were like, a, "I'm He's still trying asshole. to decide." We're not. You yeah. asked. We're like, we're not going straight through, right? Because I still haven't decided. Yeah, he was being an asshole. Ninety percent of what I say is just yeah. to get a rise out of Joe. Lizzie, I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> if you've noticed, David's a fucking liar. All right, <laughs> he is a habitual liar. Mm-hmm. He puts the bitch in habitual liar. There it is. Yep. Um, I remembered what the segue was. I think it was you. Um, it was like when your music is just playing in the background or it was like when you play something and it suggests like, Oh, cause you like that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you'll like this. So I find a lot of like mm-hmm. bands that I've never heard of through that. And I found one that I'll bring it back later, but yeah, just remember that story. I will. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing yeah, over there? You? I was looking for the movies I have on my computer, Oh, but I can't find them now. <laughs> Um, then that's I started looking up atmosphere songs. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for our Napster episode, another episode of We the 90s. Um, you can continue to support us by following us on the social meds, um, all of them, the gram, the tweets, the books, the books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't really say, you know, you can't just take a final piece of Twitter, right? The turs? You said the tweets. 
The Twits, yeah. The um, the Turs, yeah. Uh, and you can give us money on the thing that yeah. nobody gives us money on. Was that called? Um, the, uh, the Patreon. Sh- shit that Matt does. And the shit that Matt does and forgot about and right. just continues to pay us. And, and my mom. one of us has still been uh, sized for our oh, shit. or anything. So fuck you, Matt. This was minute people around this here. This may or may not have been recorded. I mean, <laughs> we recorded these episodes that we released at the same time anywhere from March to. Or April to the end of June. So, right. when's the wedding? It's like, like November, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna kill you. We got time. November first isn't too late, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we're just out. renting these things, right? <laughs> That's Are it. We? They, they just gotta send them somewhere. Are you gonna buy? Oh, never mind. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, that'll do. Uh, Patreon, social media. Send us an email. We the nineties podcast. Hate mail at gmail dot com. Give me your hate mail. And we will uh, be back with another episode for you all immediately. But for us, for the first time, an hour from now, we're doing a double recording today. Double recording. Peace out.